The following is a special presentation of the Buccaneers Sports Network. This is the Jay and Keith Show. Two broadcasters. Oh, yeah. Two microphones. And one meticulously scripted podcast. You what? Just kidding. Get it, J.K.? You get it. That's what I thought was so funny. It's not funny. Alongside Keith Brake, here's the voice of the Bucks, Jay Sandoz. Happy Thursday, Jay Sandoz, Keith Brake, Jay Hi. and Keith. Hi. He's Keith. Hi. Hi. I don't know if that's prepubescent Keith. Uh, I don't know what that's like the TikTok cat. It's like, Hi. 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 Yeah. Hope everybody's awake today. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Well, you are now. <laughs> Coming in. There we go. He is. Short, sharp, shock. Yeah. That's what we're going for. All right. I like it. Uh, so Ta-da. last night you got to host the Buckies. How was that? Yeah. I did. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had a good time, and it, it all went smoothly. It was done in 50, 50 minutes. Oh, I love it. Hour or less. Those things. We, uh, we, it was not the Grammys. It was not the Oscars. We moved. We kept it moving. Wait a minute. Not... Wait a minute. Backtrack just, for just one second. Nobody walked up on stage and slapped you. No. Uh, I find that disappointing. Nobody walked up on stage and slapped me. Disappointing. Um, there were no, we, we did not have like award show banter where, you know, like the presenters went back and forth with witty repartee. I didn't roast anybody and uh, it went pretty smoothly, all told. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Uh, you know, it's literally impossible without the kids, and uh, they were um, they were all fantastic. So, ETSU is so well represented by the people that come here and compete for us. I think it's great, and lot, that was that was on display uh, last night. A lot of uh, championships celebrated last night as well. Yes, three in the last four days um, to to celebrate, um, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of awards. Lalo Bacodirova, speaking of champions, just won Women's Tennis Championship with uh, that team. Uh, she won a lot of awards last night. So did uh, Nate Tate, the pitcher for ETSU Baseball. Uh, he won, uh, I think he won Class Clown, which was voted on by the student-athletes. So, Yeah. I can see it. That's a, that's an I award I won once in high school. <laughs> only because I could only win it once. I think that was the reason why... Um... I got it there. While you did that, I did Chicago. Yeah, how was that? It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was great. Uh, uh, apparently, Lowe's <laughs> trying to tell me they're delivering my dryer here in a minute, but that, that's beside the point. Buddy, um, no, you had no, you had your phone on during the pod. Yeah, but. You broke the cardinal rule. You ran without the football. I always run without the football. No one's throwing me you the football. You don't run. Oh, okay, that's true, too. Clear. That's true, too. Let's be abundantly clear. You don't run. But yeah, yeah no. You, no, Chicago was you good. Took, you took your eye off the ball, Jay. You, you just you didn't have your priorities right when we were taping this podcast. Uh, Chicago far superior than Cats, I'll tell you that. I don't know if that's it. a hot take or not. Um, there were a lot of people into the Cats. I know that. But uh, Chicago, <laughs> more more my speed. There was a lot of, uh, of death and uh, risque and language. So I'll, all for that. Yes. I mean... That's kind of, I, honestly, that, that really defines the behind-the-scenes experience of your life. <laughs> Very, my, yeah, yeah, no, no, I can't even, no, no. That's, I was trying to, yes, that is, that is, that is correct. Yeah. Um, all right, I don't know how to transition from uh, that to golf, but I, we'll try as uh, ETSU men's golf. Well, I, mean, I, think you, I think you go straight into it with, you know, uh, death and violence and risque. I mean, that's golf in a nutshell, isn't it? Well, 
Yes, yes. I feel like it could cause all of that. It's <laughs> I think de- it has caused it is, all It of is that. definitely R-rated when I play golf because uh, I have to admit there probably are some language things that are, are not, my, not My PG. R is for rage quit. Mm. I once rage quit in the middle of a nine-hole round. I quit after six holes because I just kept shanking balls in the woods. It was just like, enough, enough. I was like, Jordan Spieth is my age. If he can win the Masters, I can go hit a golf ball in a straight line. No, I can't. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, that, that's sort of my thought process that me and Tom Brady are a month apart, but yeah, our, exactly. our lives are a little different. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Slightly. But. Slightly, yeah. If yeah. only we could throw a ball or hit a ball, we could make lots of money and have dramatically different lives. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we could do any um, of that. If we had talent, that would be different. We are the talent. What are you talking about? Well, that's true. Technically, we are talent. We that are. doesn't mean we have talent. Mm. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just... We, well, we, we, you can say that about yourself. I'm not gonna oh, okay, okay. I'm not going to go there with you. Keith loves Keith. That's fine. That's I, fine. I do. I do. I love myself. If you can't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? I mean, if, if you don't love you, how can anybody else love you, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. I, and to quote my mother uh, who said, uh, no one loves you more than you, and I said, I agree with that. It, it's, I guess it's like T.O., right? I love me some me or whatever it was. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. How, we got sidetracked. Uh, ETSU beat Chattanooga love, yet again for I a championship. I love golf, and I love beating Chattanooga. Uh, it's perfect transition. I love when ETSU – can knock off Chattanooga to win a title, and they've done so twice now recently in men's tennis and in men's golf. So uh, Jake Amos' uh, third consecutive uh, championship Southern Conference for ETSU. They took home one and two in the individuals as well. Uh, just an outstanding – I know round two got a little dicey for the Bucks, but really uh, round three they came out and uh, took care of business, a five-shot victory, uh, a four-shot uh victory on the individual side mm-hmm. uh just everything i think kind of worked out uh for etsu and they were going to and this is the one thing etsu men's golf was going to get in the tournament. it's one of the this the teams you know for sure at large isn't in question uh yes. men's golf so they were going to get in but certainly as far as seedings go which regionals you go to being able to take home the conference championship certainly looks a lot better and again a dominating performance I agree, and uh, I think it's really easy to to just uh, almost take it for granted, right, when you do it this many times in a row. But ETSU really had to earn this. Uh, the the team kicked it into high gear on the back nine. How about Matty Dodd-Berry, the true freshman, coming in? I mean, he was leading the tournament on the final day at one point, and he finishes four shots back of Matt Zegge, his teammate. Uh, but they uh, th- those two were in the race in, in, in a big way, and Eggy really kicked it in. Uh, in the back nine, he birdied six of his last nine holes. He finished five under on the back nine of the final day. And uh, that it was a, a phenomenal performance. The team just found another gear. And when you have the ability to do that, uh, it puts pressure on another team. And, you know, Paul Conroy bogeyed his last four holes. Uh, it was Eggie and Conroy and Dodd Berry was kind of, you know, lurking there. And then Conroy collapsed and Eggie surged and, uh, that was, you know, what there was to it. Um, and the Bucks found a way to uh, to win another SoCon title. And truly what this program is able to achieve year in and year out is remarkable. Um, and, and, and yet at the same time, um, it's, it's, almost, it's almost routine, right? Because you know they're going to get excellent players. Uh, they have 
one of the best facilities of, of its kind in the country at any level, at any program, at any university uh, with the Warren Green Golf Center. It's gorgeous. Uh, I mean, it's like a what, like a three-hole practice course, and it's got the terrain because it's up. It's on top of a well, it's not on top of a mountain, but it's on top of a foothill uh, next to the observatory. So it worked out pretty nicely because you want to have clear space for the telescopes to work. So they had all that clearing, beautiful scenic views. Uh, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to compete. It's a great place to learn and grow. And everybody who comes here sees that and benefits from that. And we see that every year with this men's golf program as they continue to achieve excellence. Uh, and even, I mean, you can look at this and, and say, well, you know, they won the tournament because of Dodd, Barry, and Eki. And that's kind of true. But also, it's it's about, it's not just about that back nine and how they finished that back nine and how those two guys uh, delivered in a big way uh, down the stretch. Well, Eggy really delivered down the stretch with the, the six birdies. But, uh, Look at Algot Clean. He started the tournament with a 78 on the first day. That's not good. Second day, he got a little bit better, 73, but he's still sinking over par. Comes back, final day, fires a 67. Goes three under on the last on the back nine uh, with seven birdies in his final round and recovers in a way that pulls up the low end for ETSU to make that score better, um, his ability to recover from having a rough first couple of days, I think also speaks to the depth of talent that this team has is that when you're not going great, hey, there are other guys that are going to deliver, like they're going to hit the big shots, but every shot matters. If you're the fourth guy, if you're the fifth guy, every shot's going to matter for you. And uh, the more you can deliver, just, just play it out. Just play it out and play hard and play well. And if you find a groove late, even if you don't do as well as you'd like to do individually, because we probably all feel like clean probably should have been in the top 10. It's just in a vacuum going into the tournament. You feel like, okay, he, the way he's playing, the way he's been playing, this is a guy that's going to be in the hunt. And he wasn't, uh, but he was able to salvage his tournament, finish in the top 20. And that also contributes to ETSU winning the SoCon. Well, he was the low round on Sunday for any golfer Yeah, uh, with the 67 and you know, Arch Davies, who is sitting there. Oh, uh, Will and, Moreland had a 65. Oh, I'm sorry. He was low oh, I did for, miss that. He was low right. for any buck, though. You're right. I did a quick glance and uh, skipped uh, skipped over a Furman guy because he's wearing purple. And I, I just, I, you know, I'm colorblind. I can't see that. But that means that Arch Davies, you know, you sit there and he goes 70, 71, and then a rough Sunday. But then all of a sudden, as you mentioned, Kling picks him up, uh, you know, by going nine shots lower. And that just, again, the depth, because there's five golfers of people yeah. sometimes are unaware on how some of this stuff works, but the low four count for the day. So you are afforded, you know, somebody to have an off day or whatever it may be. And on that day, you know, Kling uh, clearly led the team in scoring on Sunday. Davies had a day that, you know, unlike uh, he's had in a while – and they just swap, but that shows just how dangerous this Buccaneer golf team is. The other oddity, and maybe it's just me, but four of the top five teams were public schools. Mm-hmm. The bottom three, private and Furman's right there in, in the middle between the public schools. Uh, they finished third. Now you would uh, but think that's the private right? schools would have a little bit more investment in that particular sport because all of their alumni like to play golf. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll support the golf program, but it doesn't always work that way. I mean, I mean, you're sitting there, you're looking at ETSU and chat, you know, one, two, mm-hmm. which are traditional, what, 
you know, basketball schools. Although if you're around here, you know, ETSU is a golf school, but for the most Hashtag part, golf school. So you look at that, you know, they, they're known for basketball, right? That's sort yeah. of their thing. Then you got Furman private school. They have their own course. They've got a turf management degree. I mean, everything makes sense there. And then you go West Carolina, UNCG. And I don't believe there's anybody that when they look at West Carolina, UNCG go, you know, they're, they're probably pretty good at golf. I mean, then you look at Mercer, Wofford and Sanford, which I would assume Wofford, Sanford, private schools where they're located there's a lot of great golf courses around there you would assume you know a little better at golf but boy they really struggled in this tournament and again I, it's one of those one of those deals right but Furman clearly uh, when you look at the tennises and the golfs all the way around uh, outstanding program and they were uh, nine shots worse than ETSU four back of Chattanooga's that was the one two three now it's a waiting game for everybody else but for ETSU although again they were going to be in the men's um, championship and there are more men's golf teams than I think any other sport I think there's 84 that get in men's golf so there's already more teams that get in and golf uh, than there is everything else so there are more at large bids to be handed out but ETSU took care of that Jake Amos and his team uh, next th- I think a week from oh no it's Wednesday I'm sorry so it's six days from now it's Wednesday uh, afternoon I believe um, uh, right after special graduation May 3rd uh, is when the uh, men's golf announcement on the golf channel uh, 1 yeah. p.m. at the cave uh, we'll be celebrating that so congratulations to Jake Amos and men's golf You want to do a little Portland? Uh, yeah, I, I wonder how much Western Carolina plays it. So I think it's Sequoia National is like half an hour away from campus. I wonder how much work they do there because my understanding is that is one of the most beautiful golf courses in Appalachia and the country. I also think the right by hair is they built a couple golf courses as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, so, I believe it. Yeah, I believe no. it. So, yeah, there, I mean, there's there's a lot of good golf down there. Uh, yeah, we can we can go portaling. Uh, let's, let's can we start in house real quick because we glossed over this uh, I think on Monday, but Charlie Weber has got yeah a home. yeah I thought I thought that was interesting yeah Charlie Weber is uh, going the Division two route for Ho- his final season of Hawaii ball. Pacific okay so um, and that makes the second ETSU Buccaneer to land out of eight uh, that I'm aware of Jordan King the other one going to Richmond mm-hmm. as of right now. Um, not found a home to Anthony Tipler, Christian Shaw, Jalen Haynes, Jeremy Gregory, Cordell Charles, and Cameron George. Yep. A lot of questions coming my way on Jalen Haynes. And again, I don't, I've not seen Jalen. Jalen, if he is, uh, and I've I, seen him around a couple of times, but, uh, so I've yeah. not seen him to ask him. But if I, um, usually I do not text players to ask them those type questions. I yeah. generally see them in person and have a, kind of a one-off conversation and i generally say hey you know can i update folks on what you tell me and jordan king gave me the green light on that um mm-hmm. when we talked to right in the fall he gave me a thumbs up and i've talked to right recently and we'll get to football in just a second but we'll stick with basketball right now so that being said that, that's it for etsu news and then i don't believe there was any southern conference uh, uh from my quick glance over the last couple of days from what we talked about on Monday. I did not see anybody uh, landing in a Southern Conference home or uh, 
Oh, no, I take it back. Wofford got somebody. Wofford got, um, I don't yep. know if it's Cormier or Cormier. Chase Cormier. I'm going to go with Cormier. From from Northeastern, right? When that where he Yes, was, from yeah. Northeastern previously. Um, I apologize to Wofford. You did get somebody. Yes. Um, he had transferred in to Northeastern in uh, 2021. And as I pull up the numbers for him, um, well, actually, I apologize. No, he did not transfer in. He, uh, he left via transfer. He played one season at uh, Northeastern this past year, averaged three and a half points, one rebound, one assist per game in 13 minutes. In 24 games, played three starts, uh, shot 28% from three, 36% from the field overall, and just 69% from the free throw line. 6'2 freshman from Milton, Georgia, Milton High School. So he'll come in as a sophomore for the Huskies. So uh, we, we've got to we've got to talk to Steve Forbes. I've got a, uh, a message out to him because he tells me that he hates McDonald's All Americans, but he just got one, a five star transfer <laughs> from Gonzaga and the best Hunter player. Dallas, yeah, and he's the best player to come out of the state of Nebraska. I got a couple of relatives that live in Omaha that um, asked me if I still talk to the guy. <laughs> the, the way I love the way it was worded. Do you still talk to that guy from Wake Forest? Um, yes, 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 I do. Mm-hmm. Why? And they were like, well, they just signed the best player. Uh, not just come out of Omaha, but out of the state of Nebraska, and they're pretty pumped uh, that he's gone to Wake Forest. So I, the, apparently, Coach Forbes originally from Iowa, you would assume wouldn't have a lot of Nebraska uh, support, but has uh, at least got some folks out of Omaha excited about that. But that was that was it. I didn't see any um, Southern Conference portal people coming and going other than Wofford, uh, um, and I think that was a couple of days ago on Wofford. Looking at today, I didn't see unless. Again, I've missed some stuff today, but I did not see um, other than uh, Wofford getting the yeah, game there for hasn't the been, There hasn't been that much uh, going on from a SOCOM perspective. Would, uh, would imagine that will be happening, though, over the next few weeks. We are approaching the point where the portal closes. And I, I can't remember what the, the transfer window is for basketball, but I, I, if it's... 45 days after the regular season ends, then we should be, I said it's 60 day. So it's May 11th. So the portal closes May 11th. And um, that means, that doesn't mean that that you can't bring players in via the transfer portal at that point, but you are at that point. Um, the players that are in are in. The players that are in are the players that are in. And that's, that's going to be your, your pool to draw from. So the portal closes May 11th for basketball, and I believe it is open for a very short period of time. I think it might be May 1st the portal closes for football with this little spring window that they've they've had here that's built in to um, to the the transfer windows that they they set up uh, back in the fall. So transitioning to football, there have been football um, players, uh, ETSU, that have put in as well uh, for the portal, one being Tyler Rydell, although I believe um, I'm going to try to get with him, but I believe that's been rectified and that uh, he will be staying, but I will try to confirm that. Um, and then some defensive guys, most notably, notably probably Stephen Scott, yep. uh, along with Davion Hood and Devin Brantley. Uh, so a couple of defensive linemen and uh, obviously the what was going to be projected, the the starting middle linebacker that would make all the calls defensively, uh, all have gone in. And on the flip side, ETSU 
has got a ton of portal offers out. I believe they had a, a recruit portal kid on campus yesterday talking to him and trying to get him to commit. Um, that was on the defensive ball, defense side of the ball too, which obviously we can't talk about a whole lot. And in men's basketball uh, and women's basketball, uh, men's basketball has a recruit in this weekend, and women's, up, if I'm not mistaken, has a recruit in this weekend as well. Women's basketball right. does have a recruit uh, uh, in this weekend, um, but – I believe we can say positions. It's a guard for the men. It, it, yes, uh, it is. It is a, a guard for the women as well. Uh, I know there has been some back and forth on whether they they do want to add an additional guard. Uh, there's been some back and forth over whether Mock and, and the program want to add um, another post player as well, because uh, once they do get that additional guard that they're looking for, uh, they will at that point still have one open scholarship. Uh, going into 2023-24. So they are looking to utilize that potentially um, in the uh, in the offseason uh, to pick up another post player. But already you're talking about a pretty crowded room when you've got Ja'Kaya Davis, Jayla Rufus-Milner, Megan Downing, and uh, fresh, incoming freshman Samia Puckett who signed her letter of intent a couple weeks ago. Uh, you've already got that group basically competing for one spot because you're going to play four out. So uh, I will say uh, this group already looks incredibly deep at the guard positions. And uh, I I would say um, you look at it with Foley, Brown, Bree Beatty's on board, the transfer from Oakland. She's in. Uh, Then you add Courtney Moore uh, and... Journey McDaniel can play the four uh, and possibly a little bit of three for ETSU as well. You're already talking about a group that's got pretty considerable depth, and I'm, I feel like I'm excluding some. I feel like I've left somebody out. Oh, yeah, Brecken Snotherly, the freshman, Sarah Thompson. Uh, so you're you're already this team, even though you maybe don't have the, the high-end explosive can beat anybody, uh, you know, uh, red, white, and blue uh, on one-on-one. Giselle Thomas, like she used to do. Like she, I mean, there was nobody in the league that could guard JT one-on-one. You didn't really have that. You know, maybe maybe don't have that in this group, but you still have a lot of really, really good players. And if you add one more to that mix, I think you've got something really special. And I think you have the deepest guard group at that point in the Southern Conference. And that's going to be the most exciting part for me is you have so much depth. And then there's Jalea Cotton. What does Jalea Cotton do? Uh, does she take a step forward? She's going to have to take a step forward if she, if she wants to play. Uh, if she wants to play like she wants to. Or like, like I think she's ultimately going to be capable of. She's a supreme athlete, but um, you know they've kind of had to pick their spots with her in terms of minutes this year. Uh, if she wants to... to be a contributor, be in the rotation like they believe she can be, um, you know, she's got to take a step forward. So uh, all of this is going to breed competition. It's going to make the team better. Uh, but this is a group that has really accumulated a lot of depth in a very short amount of time in terms of uh, what they've got coming back. And I, I think it's a contender for next year, even irrespective of what they may or may not add the rest of the way with a couple of open scholarships. One that they kind of want to get an extra guard and then one they may or may not use for a post player and one other news on women's basketball new assistant coach uh, signing yesterday joyous are we 
Joy Therrington. Saw what you did there. Saw yes. what you did there. Her name is actually Joy, yes, I believe. Oh, just goes by Joy? Just sure. goes by Joy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joy Therrington, who was previously the head coach at Division Three Lancaster Bible College in Pennsylvania, was on Brennamock Brown's staff at UNC Asheville and uh, has now joined as the uh, Director of Player Development for ETSU Women's Basketball and uh, excited to have Joy on board. Mock has spoken very highly of her. Um, and was very enthusiastic about adding her to the mix for her team uh, for 2023-24. They do still have a, uh, they do still have, I believe, uh, an assistant position that they are looking to fill, uh, and they are still very early in that process, uh, which is kind of okay because the roster is more or less complete, right? You're not looking for that coach to help you. Uh, go out and recruit and do a lot of other things like you've you've already done most of that work and so you have a little bit of time to kind of gather yourself and take a very measured uh lay of the land and and all of the the candidates to vet uh, I would be um I, I I would not be surprised to see that take another couple of weeks maybe to really start moving forward uh, with that that uh, third assistant position, which I guess will now be a fourth assistant position with the director of player development on board. All right, so that's, uh, that's all we got today. All we got today. Be back next week. These shows yeah. will be a little shorter, a little in between. Basically, as we get news, we're going to do shows. Yes. So, it'll, be, it'll be shows as we get news. We will, I think, celebrate the uh, the champions, uh, the top players on the on the championship teams for ETSU from this past week. Uh, try to get Matt Zegge, Lalo Bacadarova, Dimitri Badra on the show at some point. And uh, Nathaniel Tate, I told him we wanted him on the pod. He, he's not ducking me. He, he ducked me this week. He's not ducking me next week. Maybe it's you. Maybe it is. Or is it Maybe me? It is. Could be me. Maybe it is. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I, he's I, worried about the series wanna, against Western Carolina. Him, I want to ask him about The Lion Sleeps Tonight, his walkout song. Uh, I think it's really cool that he <laughs> went, with a, went with a 50s bop. Or 60s pop, I guess it was. Which was originally written by a South African janitor. The more you know. On the Jay and Keith Show. Bye, Network! Oh, you gotta be kidding me!